find yourself in a world that no longer makes sense. When you realize that a man like Epstein didn't Epstein himself. When the police are defunded, but Pakistan gets a gender studies grant. You may be in the Collapse Experiment. Hello and welcome to the Collapse Experiment, where I give you the latest news on the collapse that we are experiencing. And today we do have uh, <clears throat> a bit of backtracking, <laughs> if you can call it that, um, dealing with things that uh, we have been, uh, that has been a big issue for the last two years of our lives. And um, it's funny, all the corrections that are being made right now, uh, they're not very open or vocal about it. It seems to be very, um, yeah, let's do this, but uh, just not tell anybody we're doing it. So, before I get started in the news, the latest episode of No Way Jose happens to be part six of the Oklahoma City bombing. Uh, it's a very, very, very interesting series. Not my podcast, but I am I'm willing to promote this because this is probably the most in-depth uh, podcast on this topic with a person who has done probably more research than most when it comes to the Oklahoma City bombing. Uh, goes way into detail with uh, certain aspects of it that most people don't know. But uh, you can check that out. There's a link on thecollapseexperiment.com or just look up No Way Jose uh, on Spotify and other outlets. But um, I will warn you, it's like seven to eight hours now for the entire series. And this part six is an hour and 35 minutes. So uh, if you have a long drive, if uh, there's a lot of dishes to do, if you're folding laundry, uh, it is probably a good, uh, good show for you to check out. Now, getting back to the news. Oh, man. Uh, how about we start with uh, the <clears throat> COVID restrictions? Oh, they're they're no no longer restrictions. Uh, is that what's happening? So um, the first article. This is from Zero Hedge. Biden administration intentionally weakening military, says retired general. Uh, this is nothing new. Uh, we know that recruitment is down. The number of people who are able to pass the the initial physical or even boot camp is uh, dwindling. And then the people who are already in, they decided that they were going to boot out if they didn't take a certain jab. So I have actually met one of these people. Uh, they were in the Army National Guard. And fortunately for them, when they're... Uh, reenlistment period came up was around the same time as the <clears throat> jab they decided not to get it just uh quietly exited the national guard but um let's see what this article has to say when the united states acts the world is always watching blah 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 and one of the loudest messages since president joe biden took office came from how the united states handled its withdrawal from afghanistan in 2021 yeah, uh, it's funny the amount of people that defend Joe Biden on this. Um, he he pretty much like reenacted the uh, the 
I'm going to just call it escape from Vietnam. <laughs> what message did that send globally? Um, I think that will go down in history as the worst foreign policy failure in U.S. history. Every decision that was made was wrong. And this comes from Lieutenant General Retired William Boykin, Executive Vice President at Family Research Council. What did that say to the rest of the world? It said that we have weak leadership and you have to ask yourself, why did Vladimir Putin refrain from attacking Ukraine during the Trump administration? <clears throat> well, because Trump was a Russian asset. Uh, that is that is the lamest thing, the, the stupidest reply I could hear from anybody. You have a guy who's in office for four years and Putin doesn't go into Ukraine. Gee, I wonder why. And then he went in with the barrels blazing under the Biden administration. And I will tell you, I think a lot of that goes back to the weakness that people, both our adversaries and our friends, recognize in the Biden administration. Bravo to this guy. You know, he's probably risking his retirement. Yes, even after he retires, they could probably find some way to take that away from him. But this dude is speaking up. Um, actually, I would highly encourage this guy to like re-enlist. I don't care how old he is because he already has bigger balls than most people who are going into the military right now. Or he has a pair of balls. I don't know. There, there's this whole like weird thing where like chicks are claiming to be dudes and, and dudes want to be chicks and you, you don't know like what barracks to put people in now. I, I don't know. Anyways, this guy has a pair. This proves it. Actually, this dude, this general, this retired general could be transgender and he's already got more balls than most of the people in the military right now, just by saying this. So what's the value of the United States and what's the value of our allies to put Iran on a pathway to nuclear warheads, Boykin said. I think we're going to continue to see the consequences of not only the pullout of Afghanistan, but stupid decisions. <laughs> I love this. But stupid decisions that have been made to, by the administration, one of which is our president shut down our pipeline and then turned around and went to the Saudis. Yet, he didn't just go to the Saudis. He also went to Iran and Venezuela. What kind of jackass does that? Hey, we treated you like shit for the last 30, 40 years, but uh, could you give us some oil? <laughs> Mm, Boykin said there were several Saudi nationals flying the planes on 9-11. Thank you, Boykin. And uh, that the Saudis have been a major sponsor of terrorism. Is this the only guy that didn't have his head up his ass for the last 20 years? Despite this, Biden went to Saudi Arabia and to Russia to ask for oil after shutting down America's oil production, Boykin said. Does that make any sense to anybody? Oh my god, it's like they interviewed me, except this guy has like uh, some type of military credentials. <laughs> so they listen to him. But I feel like he's just quoting my message. Um, they see that kind of decision making and they see us being weak and they see this as a time when they can take advantage of us. No kidding. Uh, all these things have been nothing to do with the mission and everything to do with the agenda of the administration. You are doing them an injustice, and ultimately, you're going to pay the price for that. Uh, at the same time, they're turning around and writing to old generals like me, saying, we need help recruiting because we just can't recruit enough people. <laughs> I wonder why. 
I don't want a part of that. And those on the inside, many of them, leave on their own. If they're compromised, if they lack focus, the question we need to ask as a nation is, who mentioned who mentoring the next generation of leaders? Who's bringing up the warrior leaders for the world or for the future? The answer is nobody. And that's the hardest thing to fix in terms of restoring the Navy and the Army and the Air Force and the Marine Corps. Yes, we don't have to speculate. The Communist Party propaganda was very clear. Yeah, and you can read the full article at... Of course, of course it is. The Epoch Times. The only newsletter I have seen lately that actually <laughs> reports the news. In the meantime, this guy is being interviewed and he's saying all these things about... Uh, our administration, the stupid things and the policies that they're doing. And what is this? The U.S. Marine Corps quietly drops punishments for refusing COVID-19 vaccine. I wonder why. Amid the two-month court battle, which saw a federal judge side with a group of U.S. Marines over the right to refuse the COVID-19 vaccine based on religious objections, the U.S. Marine Corps has quietly dropped strict punishments for service members who are seeking exemptions. Hmm. Uh, a September 14th notice reads that the Marine Corps will not enforce any order to ex any order to accept COVID-19 vaccination administratively separate or retaliate against Marines in the class for asserting statutory rights under the Religious Freedom Restoration Act. I'm wondering why it took so long for them to do the right thing. The guidance refers to the temporary order blocking the Marines from taking action against individuals seeking a religious exemption. The involuntary administrative separation process of class members for refusing the COVID-19 vaccine is suspended. Pause all administrative actions related to the involuntary separation of a class member regardless of current status of the separation process. Holy shiteballs. And, uh, yeah, this is from Tyler Durden at Zero Hedge. Although it looks like a lot of this might have been originally uh, as Epoch Times Jack Phillips further notes. Yeah, so a lot of this information, again, the Epoch Times. I might just have to get a subscription. Oh, this, this is a jewel. This goes into a lot of what I'm looking into right now. Um... Uh, yes, I am currently working on a new book, and the more I dive into it, the um, the more I just want to get into a cabin in the woods and just freaking hide from everybody. Uh, FBI whistleblower says Bureau labeled a veteran-led group domestic terrorist organization. Representative Jordan. Um, yeah, let's let's definitely read into. Oh, authored by Jack Phillips via the Epoch. Jack Phillips uh, seems to be a, a pretty uh, up-to-date guy when it comes to this stuff. Representative Jim Jordan of Ohio revealed Wednesday he received information from an FBI whistleblower accusing the Bureau of laboring, labeling a veteran-led group and others as domestic terrorist organizations after they were found not to be a threat. I think this ties into a recent article uh, about how Biden was basically telling the FBI to find <laughs> domestic racist, white supremacist extremists, uh, 
while the FBI is saying they have more people looking for these individuals uh, than they can find. What, what does that tell you? We have more FBI agents trying to find these domestic extremists, terrorists, racists, hate mongers um, than they actually than exist. Uh, this is a huge uh, misallocation of funds. We're looking at a, another, another housing crisis like 2008-2009. Uh, we're looking at that happening again. We have this weird shutdown of the food industry. Um, homeless numbers are skyrocketing. There's there's a huge issue going on here. And it's weird how the FBI is being uh, forced to focus on something that primarily they're admitting to themselves don't exist. The more they look into it, they're like, uh, well, this dude's married to a black chick, and this group is led by a half Puerto Rican, half black guy. Um, you have this group over here that um, they just think everybody should be able to do what they want because they're libertarians. And you can get this. Uh, yeah, they're, the, the white supremacist extremists of the 80s and 90s, Joe Biden, um, pretty much don't exist anymore. I hate to break it to you. A lot of these guys probably voted for for uh, Jarrah Biden. <laughs> so um, let's go back to the article. In the letter, I'm going to have to find this letter, to the FBI director, Christopher Wray, Jordan wrote that a whistleblower said the FBI labeled American contingency. Yeah, so you can find a very good interview uh, with uh, the head of American contingency on the TimCast IRL podcast. Uh, he does go into detail, talking about the group, how he formed it, why he formed it, his background, which uh, the dude is a fucking American hero. So, of course he's a threat. Of course. Because uh, he actually does his job. And who's the biggest threat to losers who are failing up in life, as most Democrats and liberals do? Um, people who do their job. Because it makes them look bad. Anyways, moving on. Uh, American Contingency is a domestic violent terrorist organization, despite the Bureau clearing it in 2020. Weird. The domestic violent extremism designation against American Contingency is striking in light of new whistleblower disclosures that show that the FBI had concluded as recently as 2020 that the group was not a threat. If you look into this group, they're basically people who are current or former EMTs, military, police, uh, first responders of every category who are basically organized in their local areas to help if any catastrophes happen. The type of neighbors and people that you want in society. It's weird. A background investigation and review of Glover's social media failed to support the allegation that Glover is a threat to the United States or its citizens. The letter continued. The FBI, in a statement to the Epoch Times, disputed Jordan's letter by saying the Bureau does not and cannot designate domestic terrorist organizations. The FBI can never open an investigation based solely on protected First Amendment activity. 
Except uh, DHS is doing that exact same thing. Just going to throw that out there. They admitted to it on the anniversary of September 11th. We cannot and do not investigate ideology. We focus on individuals who commit or intend to commit violence and criminal activity that constitutes a federal crime or, or poses a threat to national security. The FBI's mission is to protect the American people and uphold the Constitution. One does not come at the expense of the other. Holy shit. So, wait, wait, wait a second. So, they, they can't investigate American contingency because they're uh, demonstrating their First Amendment rights. And uh, they have to be involved in some type of act. So, what is this bullshit of Facebook monitoring uh, private chat messages? And if somebody denies the, uh, the outcome of the 2020 election, they, they turn that over to the FBI as domestic terrorists? Aren't they expressing their First Amendment right? Isn't it a private chat between two people? I mean, just by saying like, hey, I don't think Joe Biden is uh, the actual president. He didn't win that election. Uh, fucktards uh, stole it, lied, cheated, and stealed. Um, yeah, just by saying that, you can be a domestic... You're not engaging in an activity. You're just saying an opinion or a thought. But according to this, the FBI, the mission is to protect the American people and uphold the Constitution. One does not come at the expense of the other. I, I think they forgot to... Why is it that this doesn't apply to the other people that they keep kicking in the doors of? Other details. On its website, American Contingency says it is an organization that is meant to provide assistance during natural disasters and similar situations. It also says Glover is a former U.S. Army Green Beret and the dude fucking hunt down terrorist. Real legit terrorist. Mike Glover is a veteran doing good work out there, but some woke analyst at the FBI says we're going to investigate this guy. Um, can we get the agent fired pronto? Please keep your fucking ideology out of something like the FBI. Let's see here. <clears throat> you display the flag, you own a gun, and you vote for Trump. You're somehow in that category that Joe Biden says are extremist or fascist. <sighs> Ad hominem. It doesn't take a First Amendment scholar to realize that it, what is protected speech and what isn't. It seems clear that this is an instance where the FBI employee reported something because it didn't align with their own woke ideology. And who's the fascist here? Uh, the whistleblower is quoted by Jordan as saying, I think this is a primary example of how woke and corrupt the FBI has become. Uh, you can read more uh, at the actual website at the Epoch Times, but there is what I have just read to you. Uh, the link is available at thecollapseexperiment.com and at Zero Hedge. FBI whistleblower says Bureau labeled veteran group domestic terrorist. Yes, this is where our country's at. Uh, isn't it great? Uh, let's see here. Oh, here's a nice bullshit article. If you want a good laugh, uh, how meme wars led to insurrection. They try to make it sound like Trump is this genius by not posting, because he doesn't post memes. 
but people who follow Trump post memes, people who don't follow Trump post memes, but apparently they're making the argument that, let's see here, a president who understood the power of memes was able to send thousands of people into battle. What a stupid president. I'm going to send tens of thousands of my people into battle without the greatest weapons ever. We have the greatest weapons. No weapons. That's the greatest. What? Into battle against democracy itself. Because we're a constitutional republic. I'm just saying, anybody who says, well, we're a democracy, and then just ends it at that, doesn't clearly understand. You gotta love it if a senator says, well, we're a democracy. Um, Dude, you're in the Senate. That's that's not part of a dem- you wouldn't have a Senate in a democracy. I, I'm just wanting to point that out. Oh boy, we're storming the Capitol. It's revolution. A woman who identified herself only as Elizabeth from Knoxville, Tennessee, told a reporter outside the U.S. Capitol on January 6th she had a blue Trump flag slung over her neck like a cape. Police had just maced her in the face, and she recounted through tears. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of horrible stuff that happened that day, especially, um, I don't know, the the only casualty that took place in the Capitol, who was an unarmed uh, three-tour-of-duty veteran uh, white woman um, <sighs> who was shot through a door. And the guy who shot her said he didn't know if she was a threat or not when he pulled the trigger. Anybody else would be in jail for the rest of their life for doing such a thing. But no, this this guy gets a pass. Because, you know, he was defending people from what would have previously been referred to as uh, <clears throat> mostly peaceful protesters. And would have been bailed out for, um, you know, just... just <sighs> demonstrating the First Amendment right. I'm I'm so surprised that they didn't put the church on fire. I, I don't know, or that the president wasn't shoved into a bunker somewhere. Gee, I don't know. I, I guess it just could have been so much worse. <clears throat> the end of cheap food. Zero hedge. Yes, um, this is going to be an issue in the near future. Uh, this also, let's see here, this comes from... Of Two Minds blog. Global food production rests on soil and rain. Robots won't change that. Of all the modern day miracles, the least appreciated is the incredible abundance of low cost food in the US and other developed countries. The era of cheap food is ending for a variety of mutual reinforcing reasons. Um, this, <clears throat> let me just read the highlights here. Uh, we've forgotten the cities once raised much of the food consumed by residents within the city limits. Eh, I don't know about that one. Let's start with how disconnected the vast majority of us are from the production of cheap food that we take for granted. Yes. Highly educated people cannot recognize a green bean plant because they've never seen one. Highly educated. Um, you might want to redefine what that is. Most of us take the industrial scale of agriculture and the resulting abundance and low cost for granted. Mm-hmm. That said, it is possible to develop a niche product with local support by consumers and businesses. Uh, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, it goes into explaining uh, why, why our food is no longer going to be cheap. 
and why you will eat the Z-Bugs. Uh, Biden asked Congress to end social media immunity at White House summit due to <clears throat> hate-fueled violence. Where, where was this talk when BLM was uh, creating $2 billion in damage? I'd really like to know, where were these assholes? Because uh, I'm, I'm sure, I'm, I'm opening an article now, but I'm pretty sure they're not going to mention anything about 2020. Multiple initiatives to combat hate-fueled violence, racism, and extremism announced at Summit. Uh, he, they should have just had Biden with the red background in this photo. Uh, at a summit at the White House on Thursday to address hate-fueled violence. I love how they use these terms that just actually, they have no, anything can be labeled as hate-fueled violence. These are the same people that believe words are violence. Okay, that whole thing I said earlier when I was reading the article about the FBI and the First Amendment and how they can't go after people for expressing their First Amendment rights. Um, this is what's changing it. They believe words are violence. And so when you see phrases like hate-fueled violence, they're going to say stuff like, well, you're, you're expressing hate speech. We don't agree with it. Therefore, it's hate speech. Uh, it's not a thing. They're not going to give you a definition of it. It's just we don't like it. President Joe Biden denounced white supremacists and urged lawmakers in Congress to end special immunity for social media companies. What are you talking about, dude? You've been working with these social media companies to have people's accounts shut down like Alex Berenson uh, for the last two years. So you were already granting them immunity as long as they did what you told them to, which is a direct violation of the First Amendment. That piece of paper that... Dude, I know you almost flunked through law school, okay? But... There's this thing called the Constitution that at some point while you were in that school, that shitty school that somehow graduated you so you become a politician instead of an actual lawyer, um, you should have read this paper at some point, even during your career. You should have read it during your career. I know you don't read the bills that you sign or that you try to get passed, but uh, at some point you should have just sat down and just read the Constitution to figure out like what you swore to uphold. Oh, President Joe Biden denounced, let's see here, also called on Americans at large to speak out against racism and extremism at the event, dubbed United We Stand. Uh, dude, the only thing you're uniting is your own party, and most of them don't even fucking like you. <sighs> Which was attended by bipartisan local leaders, experts, and survivors of hate-based violent attacks. So, so they had, like, people that survived Obama's kill list at this event? That's weird. The event sought to counter the destructive events of hate-fueled violence on our democracy. Oh, oh, hate-fueled violence, not towards people or citizens, <clears throat> on our democracy and public safety. Again, we're a constitutional republic. Um, Hate-fueled violence on our democracy. This is, again, going back to, if you don't believe the election was uh, fair and, what, fair and balanced? I'm sorry, is that like a Fox News phrase? Um, 
Hate-fueled violence on our democracy. Yes, if you question the election, that is what this is coming down to. <clears throat> if you, <laughs> It's racist to believe that Joe Biden didn't win the election and that he got more votes than the black guy he was vice president for. <clears throat> That's racist. <laughs> Mobilize diverse sectors of society and communities across the country to those uh, to those dangers and put forward a shared, inclusive, bipartisan vision for a more united America. More united, meaning half the country, you are, are not accepted. You're, you're not part of it. They have no interest in having any, anybody from the other side be part of the actual country. The Biden administration said on the Summit Events website, all forms of hate fueled by... But by violence, have no place in America, <clears throat> the president said at Thursday's summit, recalling various attacks, including a mass shooting at Pulse nightclub in Orlando, Florida in 2016. This is a myth. I'm, I'm breaking this to you right now. The only reason this dude picked the Pulse nightclub in 2016 is because it was the first one that popped up on the Google search. He had all these other places that he wanted to shoot up to, to try to make his point. And then he decided that he was going to shoot up a nightclub. He didn't know it was a gay nightclub. He didn't care it was a gay nightclub. And there's even, you know, this story about how, like, he was, I don't know, flirting with the idea of maybe he liked dudes. Um, I don't know about that. I don't know how accurate that is. But the investigation itself showed it was not that it was a gay nightclub as to why he targeted that place. It's the fact that it was the first one that popped up on Google. And he was like, oh, this sounds like the place. <sighs> and, other, and another at a supermarket in Buffalo, uh, New York, earlier this year. Yeah, the Buffalo one is weird because there's that cop that was figuring out how to run cars on water. He was designing motors for automobiles. That ran on water. You can find video clips of that on YouTube. No joke. <clears throat> That's what this guy, this this cop, decided that he was going to do after he retired. He figured out how to run a pickup truck on water. And he got shot. So, uh, conspiracy theories. If you want conspiracy theories, this is the place to come because uh, that's that's my theory as to because he was working as a security guard at the supermarket when he was shot. So I wonder, I don't know, the, the odds of like the one dude who figured out how to run a car in water had a story about this vehicle on the local news and then he ends up shot. <clears throat> I don't know. It, it sounds like it'd be a better choice than the stupid electric vehicles that they're trying to push on everyone, which do more damage to the environment than actual gas-fueled vehicles. But hey, you know, I'm not an expert. I just read stuff and put things together and say, you know, maybe all the weird toxic minerals and metals that are used for these batteries and the fact that, <clears throat> I don't know, if you live in a place like, I don't know, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan, you know, the upper part of the United States where if it gets below a certain temperature, your batteries will not charge, kind of a bad deal for you. <clears throat> Oh, white supremacists will not have the last word.
No, they, they won't because they're not out there. And the ones that are out there were probably at Charlottesville. And you know who they are, and you haven't found any more. So, okay, <clears throat> Biden said without mentioning any other groups that have incited violence and hate in the United States in recent years. Because there, there are none. <laughs> and that's what I've been learning, is that uh, these things that the federal government, the Biden administration, wants us to be looking for and be scared of, these boogeymen uh, don't really exist. Uh, Biden briefly mentioned that the events of January 6th, when the U.S. Capitol was breached, saying that the events didn't reflect who, who we are uh, as a nation. He contended that the United States has long had a uh, through line of hate uh, against minority groups and the politics and the media have given it too much oxygen in recent years. Really? Uh, let me, let me get this straight against minority groups and that, and that politics and the media have given it too much oxygen in recent years. Is that saying that we don't have our first amendment rights anymore? Even if we believe in stupid bullshit like this, the Democrat said he, <laughs> he wants Congress to hold social media companies accountable for spreading hate. But then how do you monitor these people if they're not on social? Like, how would you find them if you keep kicking them off the same places that you're you're finding them? Because that's what Department of Homeland Security has been doing for several years now is monitoring social media, following accounts, accounts to different websites, gathering that information, giving it to state and local law enforcement. That is how they have been fighting this this issue. Uh, of domestic extremism, terrorism, um, for a while now. And you don't want them online so that what? They hide in the shadows, you don't know who's who, and then they do something bad and you're like, uh, 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 we need to change things. Um, this is idiotic at most. This is why we have a First Amendment. Partially, I like the First Amendment because somebody can express their horrible ideas. I know that they're an asshole and I know to stay away from them. I mean, it's a win-win. They get to say what they want. I get to acknowledge that they're an asshole. And um, everybody's happy at the end of the day. I'm not wasting my time talking to somebody that I really don't agree with and think that they're a detestable human being. I'm not going to say they don't have the right to speak. I want to know who these people are. Like Joe Biden. The remarks received a standing ovation from attendees. I'm... Okay. And... I'm calling on Congress to get rid of special immunity for social media companies and impose much stronger transparency. Transparency require. I'm talking like Joe Biden. Oh my God. Transparency requirements on all of them. Alluding to Section 230. Funny, Trump wanted to get rid of that too. Publishers can be held liable for any content they post. While social media platforms are protected by Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act, a federal law that shields online companies from liable related liability related to content posted by users in particular, part of the law states that no provider or user of an interactive computer service can be treated as a publisher or speaker um, 
of any information provided by another information content provider. <clears throat> so there's more to this article, but I, I, I want to cut this here because um, it's, it's very telling that um, now that these companies have been working with the White House and, and all these different agencies collecting information, handing it over, now all of a sudden they're saying we don't want these people on these platforms at all. I don't know if I don't know Facebook hasn't been doing a very good job of handing over the the information on domestic extremism terrorists, um, but it would appear that basically they're pushing for um, total control of these platforms that they're just wanting to shut down anybody before this coming election and afterwards. Because I have a feeling uh, with them pushing this, with with them shutting down any... Because keep in mind, hate-fueled speech against our democracy. If they pull the same bullshit that they did the last election in November and we try calling them out on it, remember, that is hate-fueled speech. They will shut down they will shut down your your account on Twitter, on Facebook, Instagram, wherever it is that you're spreading this hate-fueled speech and then you'll have somebody knocking on your door because you're a domestic terrorist. I'm not kidding. I'm not joking on this. Like they've gone to people's houses for less. There's that woman on Tucker who in the middle of the night somebody was knocking on her daughter's door saying uh that their mother was at January 6th and she had to prove on, on site. No, I wasn't. Here's my calendar, which is when, when did we ever have to prove that we are not the person that they're looking for or that where's the prosecution for the people who are making these false claims? I mean, isn't it a crime to make false accusations to the police department about somebody else? Where's the prosecution for all these swattings? I'm not seeing it. Because it's a tool for the Democratic Party to try to take out their uh, their opponents. That's why it's happening with Steve Bannon. That's why it's happening with Marjorie Taylor Greene. This is one of the weapons that they use. You're not going to see anybody going before a judge because they swatted somebody. Especially if it's somebody that they don't like. So remember, when you get swatted, you are the carbon they want to reduce. Thank you for listening to the Collapse Experiment podcast. For more content, check out thecollapseexperiment.com where you can find the latest news articles. If you'd like to help out this podcast, check out books by Matthew Gilman on Amazon. Or you should just buy gold and silver. Just just buy gold and silver. It's it's a better investment and uh, you might actually have something to trade later on when the world <laughs> falls apart.